What is good? And welcome back to the Boston Commune. This week's incredulous installment will feature commentary from comrades Scott, Joe, Ellie, and myself. I'm not really sure how to characterize our discussion. It was unhinged and uncouth. So, content warning. Nonetheless, please do us a favor and share this content. Then do yourself a favor and enjoy your epoch. I mean, that's uh, a ghost of Hugo Chavez in the machines. Can you guys hear me, Chewy? Yeah, oh, no. baby, oh we love it. Okay. Oh, this was just real ace ASMR, baby. <laughs> I'll tell me. I'm in. No. I'm indifferent to it. Got a whole know bunch of that I'm not indifferent to it. It's hitting all the right spots in his cerebral cortex. Okay then. Fuck that, dude. <laughs> I really don't understand chewing ASMR videos. Like, I guess I sort of do because, like, when. When like Sansa eats, or when Arya eats, I actually like I like her chewing sounds. I like it when it's like a tiny cat mouth, you know, like chopping on some food. Yeah, but it is actually kind of cute. But like but everything cats do is, is cute. Yeah. So real quick, are you ready with stories? Just wondering. But I thought we were going to start off with the press release, and then you were going to talk about the Elliot Page thing because. I don't feel like I know enough to be able to talk about it. Okay. Thanks for giving everything away. I was just looking for a yes or no. <laughs> Still got shit to talk about. Still got shit to talk about. So we're going to take that as if, okay, whatever. Jesus. It's a thing called editing. I know what I'm going to do on the show. Anyways, so before we begin, I just want to read the statement. Because if you didn't know, Joe Biden has recently broken his foot. His dog broke his foot. You know, this dog is on our side trying to kill the president. We have to. We have to. Thank you, comrade. Comrade Major Biden. Comrade dog. Comrade dog. Uh, Yeah, this is from the Biden-Harris transition team. This is a real memo, press release, I should say, that they released. For immediate release, November 29th, 2020, statement from co-first dog-elect Major Biden. Bark, 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 bark. Translation from canine. I wish my adopted father a speedy recovery, but I strongly maintain that I have done nothing wrong. I agree with the dog. Did nothing wrong. And I look forward to the Secret Service's investigation, which I expect will confirm that I am a very good boy. And he is. He's trying to kill the president. So we love him. Welcome to the epoch. Joe, give us the news! The dog is a good Christian, and he did not do anything wrong. The dog has very strong Christian values. Tell us about Nero Tandem. Yeah, so that really shitty person. It is still amusing to me that, like, she's deleted, like, a thousand tweets in the space of a day. That's some real effort, because apparently she is so shitty to basically everybody on the internet that now the people that she has to grovel to are also the people she's been shitting on for the better part of half a decade. So that's hilarious. But that's not even the real important thing is, is it's important that President Dementia Brain has decided he wants his budget director to be someone who wants to eliminate Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, and also raise your taxes at the same time. She was very vocally in favor of Bull Simpson and actually went further than Bull Simpson because she was like, basically, not only do we want to raise your taxes, but we want to get rid of your Medicare. We want to get rid of Medicaid. We want to get rid of Social Security. We want to get rid of basically everything useful because... Joe, I'm not up on all these snazzy names. What's Bull Simpson? Bull Simpson was a committee that Obama put together. It was like this blue ribbon bullshit. He was like, oh, I want to make a grand deal with the Republicans. And this was like late 2010, early 2011. The Bull Simpson's commission came to the conclusion that we should cut... Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, make cuts to the VA, make cuts to the Indian Health Service. Also, make some mild cuts to the Pentagon and also raise taxes. So they were the death panel. I like the cuts to the Pentagon. That sounds good. Yeah, but like, they're never going to do that. Those are the only cuts they should make, though. Everything else. I know. Like, cut from the Pentagon, put more funds into everything else. Also, the Pentagon doesn't need the money because the Pentagon's been committing accounting fraud since the early 80s anyways. So they don't actually need the money because they have tens of 
of trillions of dollars in like basically stolen taxpayer money. Let's get that dog in the Pentagon and see how many legs he can break. <laughs> here's, yes. the, here's the question though. If you make a cut to the Pentagon, is it just does it just become the quadrilateral? <laughs> I actually very much appreciated that one. That was very good. That so, was actually funny. The smartest folks in the audience. We hope you like it. See, we can Shapes. be hard too. I just insist on dragging it down. Can't get brows higher than that. It's the highest brow, folks. The silence concerns me. I'm just trying not to eat loudly on the recording. No, this is your segment. <laughs> We're letting you speak. Yes, please talk. Wow, that's the first. Someone asking you to talk. That's, that's the first. Uh, Dude, we yeah, literally so asked you to talk sucks. at the beginning of every single show. It was a joke. I'm a liberal. I think capitalism is good. <laughs> Yeah, so Nira sucks, and I, I, I'm confused by why people think she's good, or like, Sam Cedar was like, oh, it, it could be worse. No, it really can't. She's like on par with Rama Manuel. Do you know how difficult it is to be as shitty a human being as Rama Manuel, to be like on his level? That's like, you have to work towards that. You can't be naturally that terrible. I mean, it could be worse because like, she's so bad that even Republicans are going after her now. It's a very weird situation that I'm actually rooting for Mitch McConnell to be acting like Mitch McConnell because, like, because it's interesting. Like, she actually has to go through two different confirmation votes to get confirmed. First, she has to get a favorable recommendation from the Senate Budget Committee, which it's really interesting that Bernie Sanders is the top member of the Democratic Caucus on the Senate Budget Committee, and he fucking hates New York Tandon so much. For good reason, because of the fact that she's, like, probably the most prominent, like, anti-Bernie lib in the country. So she has to deal with that. And then she has to deal with the full Senate. So she has to deal with Bernie Sanders, who hates her, and a bunch of Republicans on the Senate Budget Committee who also hate her before she gets to the entire Senate. Yeah, and plus she has to actually do a job for once and not just post all day. I mean, that's the real yeah. reason why, like, like shit lips like her is that she is known for, you know, in their eyes, owning people online. So, and just she's an incredibly online woman. Uh, Cedar posted a thing where, like, she joined Twitter, like, a year after Donald Trump and has done, like, 10,000 more tweets than he has in total. Wow, that's... Wow. She's probably still got more tweets, even though she's already, like, deleted a thousand of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she Well, I mean, like, she's kind of walked into her own hell, and you like to see it. I wanted to at least make it to, like, the committee hearing stage, at least with the Senate Budget Committee itself, not the whole Senate. Because I just want to see, like, Bernie Sanders and everybody on, like, the, on the Senate Budget Committee be like, So, Senator, you tweeted on, like, January 4th, like, 2014. 15 or whatever this this thing would you explain care to explain your logic and reasoning on this for like a couple hours i'd be very entertained watching her get shit on by like senate senators for like a couple hours on national television that would be entertaining for me if to, for no other reason that's foul do we know where she came from originally what's her deal she is from she's a longtime servant of the clinton family ah makes sense uh you mean the help do campaign. She worked on Hillary's, I mean, uh, Bill Clinton's first campaign. She uh, worked on like Hillary's presidential primary in 2016 or whatever. She's like one of the behind the scenes, like foot soldiers, I guess, for the Clintons. Very much like a part of the Clinton world, if you if you will. She, like she it's is like, like one of it's those like ones. the shittiest theme park. <laughs> yeah, she's one of those ones. She's people. the one who killed Vince Foster. Yeah, yeah, probably. Do you say Clinton world? Yeah, I mean, like that's what that's what it's kind of referred to, like all the people who like kind of worked for them and like in their orbit, like because it's funny because like the Clintons, they get a bunch of people like we'll die for Hillary, like if like she does something illegal but like you want us to do some like actual work nah, i can't bother you that i'm just gonna spend the rest of the episode thinking up what clinton world would look like yeah i've already been I've, i'm <laughs> already doing that <laughs> Clinton world. Like, let's legitimately have a Google Doc at the end of the episode. Tunnel of love. (laughs) Everything here. Is it illegal? No. Is it extremely unethical and borderline illegal? You betcha. Yeah, just like a park full of animatronic Bill Clintons in all sorts of different outfits. Sometimes he has a saxophone. That's terrifying. There's like an austerity pond. Yeah. It's almost always dry. It's like a wave pool, but they just collect rainwater. Security preservation, animatonic robot that just hits you over the head with like a sledgehammer. Just kills you. (laughs) 
I mean, you die if you go to Clinton world. It's a very bad investment. It's where you go to die. I mean, every Democratic president since like Jimmy Carter has tried to kill Social Security. So it'd be very like very realistic. Yeah, no, but you you're on something because it could be like there's like those 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 like test your strength sledgehammer games. But if you like hit the bell, then like you, you've done it. You finally killed entitlements. <laughs> or or you just get like a really bad back injury. It's like oh, you haven't fulfilled the work requirements for to qualify for Medicaid, which was yeah. first imposed by Bill Clinton. Actually, he's the first person to impose work requirements on Medicaid recipients. There's like tough on crime land. There's like a shooting gallery. Three strikes alley. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a carnival game where you have to cover up graffiti really fast. <laughs> <laughs> I like that we've all been uh, restrained enough not to mention, like, the Lewinsky scandal. Even though, like, well, actually, I would, no, 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 because I'm about to do it anyways. Because it's, I mean, there's, there's, at the visitor it, center, it was, there's a hall that's like, why didn't Me- why didn't Medicare for All pass under Clinton? Why do we still have Social Security, Monica Lewinsky? Little Ken Starr puppets pop up in, like, the haunted house and stuff. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Ghost of cigars. <laughs> It's quite a fun place. Quite night- nightmarish. It is coherent Joe Biden screaming that they aren't being punitive and draconian enough. The Joe Biden land would just be like an empty void, you know? <laughs> like, there's a lot of stuff, that, like, in the first, like... It's just an ATM machine. There's a lot, <laughs> no, yeah, 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 there's a lot of... <laughs> like, you walk into the park and there's, like, all this, like, cool shit, and then you keep going and, like, you don't have access to it, and then you're just, like, in an empty field... <laughs> And that's it. And then there's an ATM at the end of it. But you have to put money in it. It's the only way you're allowed to leave. Delaware is an empty void. Delaware is Joe Biden land. Hey, look, sci- Sci-Fi Channel. Remember season two of uh, of uh, Channel Zero? That was kind of like that that haunted house. Yeah, let's do this, but for Biden land. Let's bring back the show. Season five. Come on, somebody, get at me. <laughs> I used to know somebody who wrote for that show. Yeah, Max Landis helped create that show, so it has it really some stains on it. <laughs> we don't like Max Landis here. <laughs> Joe, I have family in Delaware. I spent time in Delaware. It's not that bad of a place. It's It's boring as fuck. That's fine. (laughs) Some people like boring. I'll tell you, at the time, at the age, I liked it. Sorry, Jesse, you can go. Uh, I was just going to say, I'm trying to think of a synthesis between like a log flume ride that like automatically overdrafts your credit card. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow you get off and you're you're like, they penalize you for not buying the picture. Yeah. 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 But like it's always taken at like the most embarrassing moment and everyone looks bad in it. And it's like just like a shitty, like kind of slightly out of focus picture, but like you have to buy it. Like just Obama like all of Joe Biden's career. Just a bunch of bullshit. Exactly. <laughs> bunch of bullshit you have to buy that looks like crap. Joe, did you have any other stories? Yes, I, I had a couple actually. I just wasn't sure. I'm sorry. Uh, but... No, I. Yeah, that, that was a long bit. You just fucking went off on that. That was nice. <laughs> yeah. I just kind of let it go. We love it. The other news, it, well, I mean, I have a couple other. Uh, one is that just, you know, became, came out in the news a couple hours ago was that the advisory panel to uh, the CDC on COVID-19 is recommending who will be getting the first round of vaccine doses. Surprise, it's rich people. Ding, ding, actually, ding, ding, no. ding. Oh, really? No, actually, uh, the people who are going to be getting the COVID vaccine first are at-risk healthcare workers and patients of uh, nurse at nursing homes. So nursing home residents and at-risk healthcare workers are going to be getting the first uh, batch. Well, right. that they're, they're the first. I mean, it does. But they're also the first group that if it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, that's. They that's become the, the first batch of Cronenbergian there. monsters that we have to kill. <laughs> True. Well, I mean, either that or they die of COVID. So. But this is very good news. That's very good. Uh, I, I don't. Uh, I don't chalk it up to the state and their qualities right now. But hey, some things are turning out. All right. <laughs> we're ruined if things turn out all right, guys. It's so against our brand. Yeah, we're fucked. We are unhappy no matter what happens. <laughs> you can count on me to be grumpy and, like, unhappy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially, degree, no especially for you, Joe. I mean, we all yeah. know you hate old people. <laughs> yep. They still exist. They're mere existence. He wakes up every day. <laughs> 
just wakes up like, God damn it, seniors. But is it kind of like how, like, uh, like the Houthis, like it, uh, when they first took over part of Yemen, they were like, death to Israel, death to America. But not literally. We're just talking about the foreign policy thing, but all the Western outlets are going to cut the part about foreign policy. So it just sounds like we want to kill everyone. Oh, they, I'm sure they want to kill us for real. I would, too. Yeah. I would understand that. Yeah. It'd be like that meme from the primaries about, like, Tom Steyer to be like, well, thank you for the hesitation, at least. Oh, yes. I mean, you guys seen what I put in the chat earlier. I'm still looking oh, yes. at it. So. <laughs> when the race wars come, I'll hesitate when I take out Tony Hawk. And he'll be grateful. <laughs> yeah, that was, the, that was the famous tweet where Tony Hawk said, thank you for the hes- hesitation, though. Tony Hawk's other famous tweet was like, he went through airport security. I think we've even talked about this in a past episode. <laughs> he went yes. through... Tony Hawk is an existential crisis in and of himself. He gave his his ID to the the guy, and the guy was like, oh, like that skateboarder. I wonder what he's doing now. Or the time and the Tony girl was Hawk. like, oh, you're Tony, Tony Hawk? Tony an existential crisis? No, like, he's found himself he a couple times at, like, security gates or, like, showing his ID or having to give his name, and people are like, oh, you're Tony Hawk, like, the skateboard guy, or this one time there was a girl who was like, you're Tony Hawk, and he's like, yep, and she's like, why? And he's like, don't know how to answer that. (laughs) Honestly, I have to give mad props to Tony Hawk, though, because he still skates. Greatest skater ever, yeah. (laughs) It's unbelievable that he can still skate at that age after all the fucking knee injuries and everything he's had. Like, that's, that's, I don't even have words for that. That guy is, he's a trooper and a half. And his kid really good too yeah i was gonna say that too like now his kid is approaching the age where like <laughs> you can almost respect the kid for still being in skateboarding which i feel like still says more about tony hawk has this kid ever done a 900 or because as it, it's like how many people have done sorry i'm smoking too much how many people have done 900s at this point is it like more than six now yeah i mean it's we've moved we've moved on scott okay sorry sorry i am uh, yeah i watched my games when he landed the 900 for the first time, and they just let him skate like way past the clock. It was pretty good. It's a historic moment. Historic moment. Joe! Finish! <laughs> Joe, finish me off! <laughs> Uh, so, moving on to the less fun part of the news, uh, on Friday, uh, the Iranian, like, head of, like, nuclear energy, like, one of their top nuclear scientists was murdered on Friday, uh, encouraging, and he was murdered, like, I don't know, uh, like, maybe an hour away from, in a city, like, an hour away from the Iranian capital, Tehran, which is basically, like, the equivalent of, like, if Rick Perry, the energy secretary, was murdered in Baltimore, and, yeah, of but course, fuck Rick Perry, dude. Do you have something against Rick Perry you want to say, Joe? No, I meant like in terms of like the organizational floor chart. I mean, very strange uh, example. Well, I mean, he'd be like essentially the equivalent to this guy. Right. Assuming that anybody likes him, it would be the equivalent. Yeah. I mean, just in terms of like where he is positionally, but like I assume that like he's less terrible than Rick Perry. Also assuming Uh, like if let's pretend Rick Perry had any knowledge of anything scientific, then it would be yes. I mean, Rick Perry didn't even know what his job was. Like his job it, was it to was tell hilarious. people to eat more red meat. Like his he job was to get fucking portfolio. to get fucking owned at Chick Fil A. He didn't actually understand the job of like uh, the portfolio of the job he was offered when he first accepted the nomination, which was fucking hilarious. But I digress. Uh, Mosen Fakhrizada, I probably pronounced that wrong. It's okay. He was assassinated on Friday. Uh, the Iranians have blamed Israel. It probably was Israel, and by extension. Wow. Is, is, well, it, there's a lot of evidence to support that assertion. And if these really did it, there's like probably like 0% chance that the United States was not like given a heads up before this happened. Because if Israel does something of this degree, they have to let the United States know because like it's like asking your parents, like if you're a teenager, like for the car keys. Because let's be real, as far as the Israelis are concerned, the opinion that is relevant is that of the United States. Because the United States is always there to cover their ass when the United Nations inevitably condemns them for whatever shitty thing they've done this time. I mean, let's be real. There there are there are a well funded imperial proxy. Like for the most part be that 
surprising if they didn't let us know, like, hey, we're like assassin nuclear scientists this week. Yeah, Iran has been on the brunt of a lot of, a lot of and like the justification the Israelis have had for doing shit like this is like, oh, we think that like they're going to develop a nuclear weapon. Um, there is literally no evidence. There has been no evidence for decades that the Iranians are even remotely interested in nuclear weapons. They are producing your enriching uranium at uh, a purity rate of four and a half percent. That is like the degree to which you would be enriching uranium if you are enriching uranium for the purposes of powering nuclear power plants. The purity that is required to procure a nuclear device, like a nuclear weapon, is 90%. They're enriching uranium at 4.5% purity. Not 90%, 4.5%. Pretty low, bro. They're also more or less still abiding by the nuclear agreement that we tore up two years ago. And so this is just like a clusterfuck and a half because the Iranians are now going to have to be put in a situation of, do they actually like do something about it and risk a provocation or a war with Israel, which would probably be beneficial to the Israelis because they can drag the United States into this at the beginning of the next government and be like, hey, just we're dumping this in your lap. Now you get to like ha- go halfsies with us in a war with Iran for the next 10 years. Yeah, that sounds bad if that happens. Yeah, I mean, like, sure, like, there's like no World evidence. War Three implications bad. Yeah, I mean, not only is there no evidence, but it would make sense that the Iranians want uh, to do nuclear power plants more than anything because it would allow them to be more self-sufficient. And it would help the Iranians, like, be able to better weather, like, more sanctions that keep getting slapped on them. Because, like, forcing them to, like, adopt, like, a, like, an updated modern version of, like, mercantilism to some degree. Because of the fact they are constantly being fucked by external It's also forces. sacrilegious. What is sacrilegious? The reason why Iran, like, the Iranians don't want to use the oil is that they believe that it is... Like they're blessed supply by God from Allah, and that it's for them, and to give it to someone else is against you know Allah, and that's why they're pursuing nuclear energy is because you know it's 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 the cleanest. No, it's they can't sell it because they're being sanctioned by the United States government. No, I know, but the reason behind the, the, there's reasons behind that as well. Like they think that their oil is blessed supply for them. That's good to know. I didn't I didn't know that. That's yeah. that's the main it's, motivation it's, as to why they're. Okay, fine, but that's the main motivation as to why they're trying to pursue nuclear energy instead of uh, instead of selling their oil or doing anything or even tapping into their own oil supply to run their own country. Like that's the thing is they're trying to preserve it in their own country as well. I feel like that's a secondary concern, but like no, I, the, I, I, Joe, do it, you understand? Joe, that country was founded on, like it, it used to it be. Doesn't okay, really matter, fine, fine. <laughs> I mean. What I'm saying is it doesn't really matter like what Country's the country is literally considered like the, the center of, of Islam. I mean like dude, it's it's literally the only no, country I mean, like, that can't participate in NA world because it's illegal to do drugs there. Yeah, that's also true. The religious fervor in that country is very very they're very serious. Yeah, and it's very much a fucking product of our foreign policy too. Like no. we did that. So mm-hmm. Yeah, read uh, and, I, and I don't blame them for, you know, they should be able to pursue nuclear energy. Like the Soviet Union did, and they should be able to have a fucking nuclear arsenal because that's a great deterrent against the United States imperial state. So, yep. I think they're ever going to be able to build a nuclear weapon given all the constraints upon them. I know. I'm just saying they have a complete right to. It's you know, no, they do. Right. They absolutely and they have like some of the best scientists on the fucking planet. They could easily do that shit if they weren't like well, scrutinized the by we the world's biggest. Yet. The scientists that we haven't assassinated yet. Yeah, I don't know so much about the politics i know more about the religion and if i'm wrong about these things please let me know out, out there no, they they're very intertwined they're intertwined by design but let's not start a war with iran they're good they're good people like they they, yeah. so, I mean, they sometimes cool. elect no, problematic the presidents the thing they you know there's no homosexuality in their country which like come on bro also uh, it's not a war that we could win <laughs> That's another thing. Uh, <laughs> Short of like nuking the entire country, it's not a war we would ever be able to win. Yeah, let's not nuke the entire country. But let's that's not nuke point. anybody. It's like, why the fuck would we want to do it? Why the? Yeah, that's, that's also another point. It's like, why the fuck would we want to? Like, I guess do we that? just nuke revealed something. ourselves as not Basadists. <laughs> why the fuck would we want to get into another war? A war that would most likely make like Iraq and Afghanistan look like child's play. Fucking money, bro. Because they have oil. Well, I mean, that's that. always the answer, Black but gold. I mean, like, a, a new answer, like, a, a, an answer that's, like, 
different than what like we usually say. Dude, like, like the history of American I mean, like, imperialism for just like these petty resources and bull is so depressing. Yeah, that's, like for me, it's like at the point, it's like like why? It's like I'm not even asking like specific why because like I'm asking for like answers that are different from like oil because we feel like it, money, or because we are terrified of communism. Because those it, are we don't more answers we don't have to make the reason. Correct. We don't have to make anything up here. We can we can just say it's oil because it's oil. Inherent fear of another belief system that has the potential to take over the global paradigm. When I talk about like a president not starting a, uh, we're not going to war. I keep forgetting the American that I am. I keep having to like clarify, like when I mean like no war because I'm an American. When I mean no war, I mean like no new wars. President X didn't start any new wars that we weren't already waging because this is America. We're usually doing at least three of them. So the small war that Joe is waging on the old can continue. Yes. Gentle reminder that there are people in Afghanistan that were not fucking born. They were not fucking alive when 9-11 happened. You mean like you military personnel people yes 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 they were alive like before our occupation of their country began like our occupation is the only thing we have, they have ever known the afghani war is so old that it can now vote against itself yeah <laughs> yep no note yourself to any major global superpowers just don't go to afghanistan it never ends well for you the british tried it in the mid-19th century that didn't go well for them the soviet union didn't the soviet union tried that for a decade and that's many historians who credit that with being one of the major uh, like factors and variables for why the soviet union fell apart we try we've been trying it for like 20 years it's not going so great just don't go to afghanistan where's the the fucking we need to leave Brittany alone Oh, yeah. <laughs> to just put Afghanistan in Leave Afghanistan alone. It's too mounty of a place, you know? <laughs> I agree, guys, you know? The cave I'm in is in Afghanistan. That's why I'm stuck. That's why I'm in a cave. Because I wanted to see it for myself. And this war, it's this, first of all, this this is a very rocky terrain, you know? <laughs> It's, yeah. it's, it's not made for... You gotta conserve water. You gotta conserve... First of all... Yeah, drink these water. These soldiers are drink fucking terrible with conserving water. They're just pouring it over their heads and shouting <laughs> them. Like, you know, I know you shouldn't really say mean things about soldiers, but, like, you see what they're doing, and you're just like, what are you... You're wasting water. But I got the water I have in here. So I'm fortunate to be in this cave, but, like, you come to the Afghanistan, you see it's all these mountains. You can't... You can't really fight it like a... Like a... Of like a ground war here. It's not really like they definitely have the upper hand with the terrain. I mean, they, they would live here. What are we doing? Thank you for that insight. With all the bats. Uh, yeah. Comrade Fox. Dave in the cave. All these bats are Islamic bats. I need to run away from them. That's why we need Ooh. so many patrons uh, in order not, to get Dave out take, of the cave. Comrade, comrade. Because <laughs> Dave, the cave is in Iran. <laughs> okay, they're Dave secular bats. They're I'm, trying secular to convert these ba- I'm trying to convert these bats to Christianity. It's not, they're not, it doesn't work. Madison Cawthorn. What, who is that? Who the fuck is that? What are you talking he's about? He's the Nazi I talked about a couple weeks ago, the, like the 25-year-old who got elected to Congress who, in his spare time, tries to convert Jews and uh, Muslims <laughs> to Christianity. Like, I was in a cave and I didn't hear about him, but, like, now that you describe him, like, it sounds pretty great. I don't know what the problem with, with him is. Dumbest fuck in the world award goes to anybody that tries to enter Sentinel Island for the purpose of converting the peoples to Christianity. You will get arrowed to death, 100%. Arrowed! Yeah. I remember that. Fuck that guy. It happens, also, like, pretty, with with stunning regularity. Like I highly recommend you look into the history of uh, Sentinel Island and why they, they are the way they so- are. North Sentinel Island. North Sentinel Island. Sentinel Island, thank you. Yeah. Uh, no, it would be the, uh... <laughs> I... <laughs> fuck you. How much have you been smoking, Scott? Please. North Sentinel Island. I hi- I highly recommend you look into the history of the island and the, uh, the original tent that was made to... Uh, colonize it so <laughs> that's this is why they have a very staunch yeah. uh 
anyone from the outside world is bad. Fuck off. So this is why they have that perspective is because in the 30s, some horrible shit went down. Maybe it was sooner than that. I'm not sure. I'm looking it up right now. Looks like some shit has gone down many times. But Yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. It's like absurd. People keep trying to go there and like... They get arrowed! Just like spread their like whiteness and it's... All right, it was, it was the 1880s or world. Yeah. Einstein's Law of Insanity, trying the same thing over and over again. It's every episode, Joe. Because it's true. No, it's fucking it. true. He hasn't said that for several episodes. <laughs> This is maybe like the second or this is like the second one, maybe. But yeah, don't go there. You will get arrowed. That's how it works. You fucking deserve it. And and it was 1771. Yeah, so. I keep getting wrong. Totally wrong. But yeah, in 1771, they were trying, they, there was an attempt to colonize the island. And uh, one of their uh, later in the 1880s, they, uh, after someone made contact, they kidnapped a few of them and did experiments on them and then just left them back in the island. And then they created these tales that, you know, Literally to them, it was an alien experience. They thought they were abducted by an alien. If you can imagine it, like wow. that's how that's what their perspective would be. And so imagine that perspective then going back to that island, and that's why they have like such a, as we've seen, rightfully a scared, uh, guarded well, way about I mean, themselves. They were literally abducted by aliens. Yeah, yeah. the British. The uh, experience many people in Africa had with Pfizer in the late nineties. Really, that was the experience of fucking indigenous Americans, yo. Yeah. No, I mean like Pfizer was. Like literally, experiment. How is everyone's Thanksgiving? Really? Oh uh, yeah, man. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Same thing they, with the polio cure. There, there was through experiments on Africans. Uh. The email I sent out on Thanksgiving yeah. for the working group was like, yeah, I casually mentioned that while I, I was at work on Monday training someone. <laughs> yeah, it was like I would wish you a happy Thanksgiving, but it's like a fucked up holiday. So, uh, oh yeah. Hope, hope you enjoy. Very the food. angry, very grumpy the whole day because I was not feeling well. So I was like. Super fucking cynical and ornery the entire day. Did you make friends with the person that you trained? I wouldn't know because, like, I only met him once. But we got along pretty well. Yeah. Uh, I'm amazed that he had never heard of Pfizer before. And I was like, okay, this is going to be fun for me. Tell him about the podcast. No, it makes, like, panning Pfizer is, like, really evil so much easier. Never heard of it. Yeah, you got to get to him while he's, uh, his mind is fresh and, and uh, right malleable. And malleable. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking at um, a Guardian article about Pfizer paying uh, Nigerian families of meningitis drug trial victims some money after a, uh, uh-huh. a long legal legal battle. So it's, it's, yep. Everything's fucked up and sucks. Wait a second. How long did it take us to like formally apologize for the Tuskegee experiments? Too long. Like 60 years. Did we? Yeah, that was that was like that was one thing that Bill Clinton uh, did, I guess. Clinton! It only took 60 years. Wait, we said Bill Clinton did something good. Dude. This is very good. You didn't do fucking anything. You just like acknowledged that we like experimented on fucking poor black people. <laughs> yeah, I know, but still. You did less than nothing. Okay, that, that sounds about that yeah, sounds like it, better. It's not like it I came know. with reparations or anything. It made a gesture. <laughs> it just like, you yeah, just like stopped true. lying about it. Yeah, but for a second there, I was confused because you almost made it sound like you did a good thing. I was like, okay. This sounds back to normal. Like we're we're not going off the rails here. But uh, speaking off. of really really shitty things, I'm going to read uh, about a paragraph from an article in the New York Times on Friday about McKinsey and their role in the opioid crisis. Uh, quote: In a 2017 presentation, according to the records presented in court. Uh, which were filed on behalf of multiple state attorneys general. McKinsey laid out several options to shore up sales for Purdue Pharma. One was to give Purdue's distributors a rebate for every OxyContin overdose attributable to the pills they sold. The presentation estimated how many customers of companies, including CVS and Anthem, might overdose. It projected that in 2019, for example, 2,484 CVS customers would either have an overdose or develop an addiction to uh, an opioid. A rebate of $14,810 per quote-unquote event meant that Purdue would pay CVS $36.8 million that year, end quote. So basically, McKinsey was behind Purdue's push to go into overdrive and pushing the sale of OxyContin in 2012. And it's just coming out that it's basically McKinsey's fault for talking Purdue into this just now. For perspective, not only are they evil, but this isn't like the only drug maker that they were like 
trying to persuade into like pushing opioids even more aggressively because they did the same thing with Johnson and Johnson. And that also had the same result of just human tragedy for the sake of profit. I am going to look up right now if they have any financial ties to the Suboxone manufacturers, because like that would be the ultimate disgusting, murderous grift imaginable. I mean, you just described McKinsey in one sentence. Right. That's why I'm, I feel like it's worth looking up so i'm gonna do that they are all evil to the core like i don't know how like someone works at mckinsey and, like isn't like a sociopath you know who worked at mckinsey your boy pete your boy yeah his name is pete i was playing i was playing high hopes in uh beat saber earlier i'm still mad still mad about high hopes we had him that came tumbling down joe is that all your stories well, I mean, besides the, the vaccine news, not really that, not that many uppers this week. Uh, yeah, yeah. <sighs> <laughs> and there also was the news today of uh, Elliot Page, formerly oh, yeah. Ellen Page. Yes. I was like on the verge of asking if we were going to talk about that. Yes, yeah. we've covered gendered before, so you know I yep. figured we should mention it. It's a thing. Uh, it's it's a good it's a good story. It's a good thing you you like to hear. Uh, okay. And also the fact that like pretty much every news outlet like got naming right. Yeah, even like I'm people seeing, are like, learning. So our language news changes. Figure. Even Fox News. See, has. see, Joe, <laughs> they have some journalistic integrity. <laughs> Come on, come on. They you gotta be materialistic about it. You gotta be materialistic about it. There's still a news station, and there's still some laws that protect journalists, the journalistic standards, so they have to follow the bare minimum, so they do get things right, and it would probably be incredibly uncouth if they saw they were the one headline that got it wrong, which, like, I'm not, it's probably like gonna be like a Breitbart or some other dumb fucking bullshit that gets it wrong, uh, of course, but, like, the fact that it won't be Fox News is a positively forward. you love it, to see it. it. Yeah. I'm just surprised by it all the same. And it's good surprise, and, and that's fair, and that's totally fair, Joe. It's nice to be pleasantly surprised, even by people who suck. Especially by people who suck. Or, you know, yes, news yes. organizations. It's the uh, Onion headline where it's the the person you hate the most in the world has a good point. <laughs> Trump administration desperately trying to find someone that's CIA who has a moral compass and failing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Mr. William Barr Billy said Barr. that the, uh, his DOJ doesn't find any proof of voter fraud or any other such tomfoolery happening in the election. So it's over, baby. It's over. It's over. This is dumb also, bullshit. Uh, the bills are going to start to come into the Trump Foundation, and that's the real reason. Was one, uh, he didn't want to lose because of egotistical reasons, but two, baby's in a lot of fucking debt. It's telling, though, that Barr waited until after, because Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin all certified their election results this week. And Barr, came out, with, Barr came out with his uh, statement about three hours after Wisconsin election officials certified it basically sealed the election results. Barr was hedging his bets. And as the leader of the uh, Department of Justice, yeah, we don't blame him. Ah. <laughs> Troll-looking fucking oh, horrible-looking beasts. Technically, there is still one last move that Republicans could play if they were really insane or desperate enough to try. It's never actually been tried before, but because Congress, the final step is Congress has to certify the election results. And all it mm. takes is it one member of the House and one member of the Senate to object to the certification and then it goes into a debate about whether or not they like will uh, approve of or reject the objection to the results. Yeah. So like, this- so like, it's never been tried before, but like <laughs> they could happen if they were really insane enough to be like, fuck it, we're going for it. <laughs> that's, that's the thing about this is like, it's just such a crazy idea that it's like, it's the most like won't happen of all of the potential like coup scenarios. It's the most put in the like, that is totally not going to happen section of the, uh, of the chart, it's which like we're past won't. most of them at this point. So it probably won't, but it's, you, you never know. Cause they, really are like some of the republicans in congress really are genuinely insane and it only takes like two of them just to send us down the rabbit hole it's fucking just two of them that's such a like a you, you need one in the senate and one I in the know. house you got like it's such you a got terrifying in the senate 
proposition. You got like Ted Cruz in the Senate, and you or like Tom Cotton or whatever the fuck, whatever like batshit crazy Republican in the Senate, and then you've got like forty Freedom Caucus people. Yeah. So you have like okay, the country has a hundred senators. It has however many hundreds, if not four hundred and thirty-five to be exact, in the House. Human beings. These are human beings. Living, thinking, independent brains in bodies, all in these houses. And it only takes two of these motherfuckers to bring the entire thing down. What the fuck type of structure is that? One that is based upon a 227-year-old document. Fucking insane. Fucking insane. That is insane. That is precariously so dangerous and so... Like, it does exist in this, like, place of, like, well, like, it's kind of in a scenario that would never happen, but it's such, like, a... What a fucking, like... I don't want to... Like, I hate that we make this fucking reference every goddamn week or references to it every goddamn (laughs) week, but it's some fucking George Lucas prequel shit. Like, it's that type of bad writing. (laughs) Yeah, it really is. It's the specific type of bad writing where there was, like, a maybe okay story and then you changed it because you were scared of what people would think. Do it. (laughs) I love democracy. I love the Republic. Oh, Palpy. It's so stupid. It's fucking worst one. That's the worst fucking Star Wars movie. Honestly, thinking about this scenario gives me very, like, episode two vibes, like, when, like, they, like, basically conned Jar Jar into giving him all the power. Like, oh, it only takes one senator to be like, oh, we should give, like, Palpatine, like, all of the power. That's another thing. There's only one fucking senator from every planet in that fucking... See, it's, like, our senator... Just shut up, Joe. <laughs> well, technically two, because there's, like, a senator and a representative, oh, but we're not getting That was the it. weird thing. No, that's the weird thing about fucking... About, about Naboo, is that they're the only fucking system that has two senators because they have one from Naboo and then one from Gungan world underwater. Well, that's because there was like, I think... Because George Lucas is a bad screenwriter. Gungan world wants to be represented by Gungans. I think it was like one per species or whatever. What? We got the E.T. Who gives a shit about this fucking garbage? <laughs> Dude, fucking episode two's opening is some fucking galaxy brain shit where it's like the opening sentence is like thousands of systems have left the galactic center and you're just like fucking thousands? What are you talking about? Like how big is this fucking thing? It's so big. It's a I big think- place, man. <laughs> One of the only things I like about the prequels is the de- the aesthetic design of the Senate. It's just like it's just just goes on forever. It's just and so then many- later in the movie they go to like the head, like the fucking like the like the boardroom of like all the heads of the Separatist movement. And it's basically just like this stupid looking robot and a fucking be- a bug guy and Christopher Lee. And it's like where's the thousands of the other people? Yeah, it's that movie. Don't, just don't oh. don't think too hard about it. Doesn't make any sense. Bad movie. I just said to like nerd out here for the sake of no, I, I, mean, like, I don't think Jesse has a rabid thing to this week so and he's also being very quiet which is interesting he's looking up uh, he's basically busy do you have- yeah sorry sorry no we love him we don't care it's fine you can do your thing this, no I just you know. realized like I haven't paid attention to fucking anything that you guys have said at all so. <laughs> we were talking about episode two it's fine Nothing too important. I still have yet to rewatch episode three, and I have suspicion that I'm not going to like that either. So, and that's the only one of the prequels that I actually like. It's like so. one of the best of like all eleven films. I don't. Uh... But no, I kind of agree with the take though that it's like it's the opening twenty minutes, which is okay, and then it's like the like nothing really happens until like the end, and like except for like the opera scene, like it's all just like boring fucking bullshit. Agree. I mean, it, I, I haven't rewatched it in like ten years though, so you know. I mean, it might have something to do with the fact that I'm like the borderline zoomer because so I grew up with this shit, but like, oh, yeah. like I was like nine or ten years old when. Episode 3 came out. I still contest that Phantom Menace is the best of the prequels. Like, it's Phantom Menace. (laughs) We are so off the topic. I love it. This is what happens when I disappear. Solid. Yeah, we need you to. Too bad. So much Star Wars sucks. Star Wars episode. Jesus Christ. I will say that the reason I don't have a rabid rad libs this week is because I started reading um, Reformer Revolution by Rosa Luxemburg, and those are being released to patrons. 
patrons as I finish doing them, but in the main feed, they will show up on Sundays. Hell yeah. It's a very good text. It's very important. Should read it. Yeah. Rosa Luxemburg is like... Or listen to us, I mean. Yeah. Uh, I have a giant I have a giant flag of Rosa Luxemburg in my like living area, but um, yeah, I mean, she was, she was like an absolutely instrumental revolutionary in Germany, and it fucking sucks that she got basically executed by like... Murked. Gems. By the Damn. SPD. Yeah. So I... So bringing you great things all the time. I always have kind of a bad, I have bad associations with like the three arrows thing, because whenever I see the Iron Front, I just think of the violence committed against communists who like had good theory and did good praxis. Uh, but then again, I, most people have lost touch with that third arrow. So sad history lesson. Boo-hoo. But solidarity with Comrade Rosa. I'm sad. <laughs> There it is. Oh, it's got so in, in lieu of a rad, rabid rad lips, we uh talk about Star Wars, we talk about our opinion on the prequels. Uh, actually, Solo might be the worst Star Wars movie, but I don't know if Oliver, we, we watch that. Oh my god, it's so fun. so long, and it has like 14 endings at the end, and it just, just keeps going and it explains everything in the most like fanboy approved, but also like predictable for like somebody who's even just like passing fan of Star Wars to like just it's like oh this is so like fuck off Ron Howard stupid bullshit and explain how he got his back oh, so no dumb. it had um what's her face Amelia Clark. Know, Clark yeah Amelia Clark yeah Hillary Clinton Hillary Clinton <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's who uh Daenerys was on Game of Thrones was Hillary Clinton whoa yeah, honestly, that's when a I, take when I watched it when I watched <laughs> No, actually, actually, uh, when I saw that finale for the first time, like when I started, like I, actually, my literal response was, "Hurry for the neocons!" That's what the show's about. That was the what yep. that's all about. It's about fucking neoliberal like, interventionalism and what it leads to. Yeah. So what if the guy threw a shoe at me? I was confused as to why everyone Bitch. was so upset. Like, why, why did she go insane? It's like, she's well, a neocon. This is what they do. Uh, I would say the writing. Jesus Christ, what the fuck are we doing tonight? The writing. Uh, <laughs> hey, you started it. <laughs> I know. The writing to get to that point was very pale and shallow compared to other seasons. But I kind of started to think the Game of Thrones actually kind of sucked as a show when we got around to season four. And they introduced the Sand Snakes, like, really poorly, so... <laughs> There's a reason for that because the only the first three seasons were based off of books. Well, no, but there was five books out at that point. Yeah, but only the first three seasons were based upon the books. Season four is 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 pretty close to. It's not super close, but it's closer than season five is. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We're not fucking gonna negotiate or or re fucking interrogate fucking Game of Thrones. Shitty (laughs) ending. Un 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 unsatisfying. Except for this take. Except for this take. Fucking the most blunt fucking symbol- symbolism of the dragon <laughs> melting the fucking throne. Jesus Christ, guys. Like, come on, you pieces of shit. Do you have anything? Do you have anything that is weird? Shit me? that you can't make up to this week? Um, yes. Me and Scott could just continue to like wait. No, we're not just making this like our pop culture thing. We can fucking <laughs> I, I record was, something another day and make that a Patreon thing. I was, yeah, I might I have to edit to this I was later. And no, you're keeping this. Just gonna cut all Scott, of it out. Scott, you need to stop taking me so seriously. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm serious. If you want to do it, we can record a Patreon. Anyways, Ellie, what's what what the fuck can't you make up? Well, Scott, um, I don't have a very good one this week, but it's better than nothing. This also doubles as bird content, so that's good to bird, know. Bird, bird, bird content. I was welcome. Bird the headline that I found is Voter Fraud Ruffles New Zealand Bird of the Year competition. And that's definitely another case yeah. of copy editor like jacking off in their office over this <laughs> comment of this headline. Um, apparently, every year, uh, this organization called Forest and Bird, which is a conservation organization, runs Forest a and Burb. Forest and Burb. They run a contest 
called the Bird of the Year, which is Bird. only for New Zealand. It's New Zealand's Bird, of, Bird the of the Year. And it is, you know, people vote on uh, which is the best bird best in bird. New Zealand. And apparently it is more than just a bird popularity contest. They run the ex- the election-based competition to help raise awareness about New Zealand's native bird species, many of which are endangered. But Endangered bird. Endangered bird. This year, uh, somebody tried to vote 1,500 times from the same email address for the little spotted kiwi Whoa. or kiwi puku puku. And they so were like... So you see this little spotted kiwi bird that you voted. They said it's amazing bird. bird, but it deserves all the support. But unfortunately, these votes had to be disallowed and they've been taken out of the competition, which means that... I'm going in to vote every day when they say they disallowed <laughs> the bird. The other great part is that when the kiwi was disqualified, uh, immediately... Immediately, the kakapo uh, became the winner, and as we may know, the kakapo is the little green parrot Wait, dude. I have, I have to ask. Yes. Why are you like drifting into I like, don't a know. vaguely Hispanic accent? I don't yeah, know. I, 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 I've been wondering that, but I'm not going with it. <laughs> Why, why, are we, why are we giving uh, New Zealanders a fucking I, Brooklyn yeah, accent? I, I don't know. I hope also, it's not. Nice. I, mean, I just I don't see the. I mean. Also, why is Scott trying to like do like a really bad like? Why are you trying to sound like? Joey, I don't know what you're talking about here. I don't so, know. Hey. <laughs> Hey, hey Joe, why don't you shut the fuck up, okay? We are transverse. We both know I'm incapable. Get the fuck out of here. Nobody asks you. The realm of accents, which are less problematic than other accents. For some reason, despite growing up in a town where there are more folks who are Latinx than not, I never mastered the very particular Latino American accent. Uh, at least the one that we had. So you can rest assured that whenever I'm doing an accent, it's not that one because I can't do that one. Anyway, I would not do it, but I could not do it also. So I don't know what I'm doing right now. <laughs> Telling you about birds. She could not birds. do it. Birds she would not are do it. Could not do it. I would not. Could not. Everyone agrees. Birds are important. Birds. And Sportlets are waiting in now. <laughs> yeah. Some kind of Balkan state. Not sure what's happening here. Anyway, the Kakapo, which I guess won this contest, is also the little green flightless parrot dude who you may remember from that time that one of them tried to have sex with uh, Stephen Fry's cameraman. Nope. You have not seen this? I have not seen, no, Joe, I haven't seen this. Well, I will just put a link to that in the chat and you can watch it. Joe, have you seen this? We talked about this before. We discussed it. It was the, I think it was the first time we on the show? bestiality. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Because there was a pheasant also that had sex with a guy. It was a wild pheasant against. Uh, Joe, you see all these wild world. pheasants? Oh, look at that thing. Something we were talking yes, about. Yes, I remember this because I was concerned that the bird did not ask, did not seek consent from the cameraman. He did not. Yeah, that true. is a giant bird. It was humaniality. Yeah, the kakapos are like pretty large. They're pretty big. They're the only flightless parrot in the world and they are very oh there cute. he goes to get it get it yeah oh oh are oh, you watching it oh yeah. oh he doesn't even give a fuck there he goes nope there he, he goes just wants one thing oh shit <laughs> he's just like you know what it's been a long time you know sick of this sick of this he's just smacking you in he's the face lonely it's guy fantastic the best part the best part is when Stephen Fry is like he's so happy and you just cuts to the bird and the bird is like that's where party parrot comes from that's where the party parrot emoji comes from uh, it is literally it is, oh my it's god he's just smacking him in the face he's so happy this is insane <laughs> It's so funny. The camera just kind of goes with it. That's the most yeah. insane part, really. What the fuck like, did you do, Joe? You may not get. Joey, what would you do? Come on, the bird. You may not get a history, oh. a historical analysis like this from any other podcast. We today we talked about wow. the execution of Ro- Rosa Luxemburg and the origin of Party Parrot. Yeah. and the history of Star Wars and the history of a galaxy far, far away, long time it, ago. Fuck that up, Jesus. <laughs> 
on the iPad. This is like this bird seriously is the size of like a small dog. It's wild. He's huge. Yeah. I would not this is Joe, this is like if you were at your job and then one of the turkeys that you see came over and like tried to have sex with your head. Yeah. You would not do anything. You'd be like, all right. You'd be like, don't fucking kill me. I've been attacked by a turkey before it sucks. Let it like do that to my head. Hear that, ladies? We get workers' comp. He would kill. He would kill. Ejaculated on by like a giant bird. Yeah. (laughs) If he would kill before he let himself be raped, what would he do for you? You can cut that out, Jesse. (laughs) No. Anyway, that's uh That's I, some shit you can't make up. That's wild. Yeah. I was thinking about like, did we talk about the monolith already? No, we haven't. What's up with the monolith? Do you the think one, it's a promotional like, uh, gag? Yeah. Or do you think it's the aliens? <laughs> the ancient aliens. Uh I'm not sure. It's the engineers Honestly, from Prometheus. It is uh yeah, the um the latest news about that is that they are aware of the people that removed it. And I think these guys were uh their attitude was like, somebody put this here and it's uh, trash. So don't leave man-made things in the desert. So they're they're acting as though it was not the aliens that put it there. We still yeah, don't know. Extraterrestrials, don't leave your trash in our wasteland. Don't leave your your fucking viral marketing campaigns in the desert. <laughs> yeah, don't fucking pieces of shit. It seems like it was probably some burners. It was like probably some Burning Man enthusiasts that did this because they said leave no trace specifically as they removed it and took it away. But uh, we still don't know where it came from. We really don't. So it could be aliens. I don't know. I hope it is. You know. At least the aliens take like Rahm Emanuel with them like on the way out. If they're not going to like pick up their own trash, they at least pick up ours. I would not. Oh. You know, for the possibilities that we could have the international, the intergalactic it's species, true. you know, intergalactic. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to put, I wouldn't want to put the the, the, the crippling pressures of having to do with Rahm Emanuel on. Don't. Our intergalactic comrades. Don't, don't send him. Or we can hope that these uh, monoliths are the beginning of the zone from soccer. We'll find it and we'll be able to get our deepest uh, ambition granted to us, which is usually a ruinous thing. You should watch the movie. It's very good. Uh, I guess I'm going to recommend that to watch. Do it. Comrades, God tells you what to watch. Stalker by Andre Tarkovsky in 1979. It's literally one of my favorite movies. It might be in my top... Well, it is literally on my top four on my letterbox. And also, talking about ancient aliens, I'm going to recommend Prometheus. I watched it last night. It's not perfect, but it's good. It's weird. It's, pretty good. it's, pretty it's weird good. as fuck. It's got a lot of rape imagery in it. It's good. It's like the whole series. That's the whole point. That's Probably the whole not a good, analysis of Alien. I feel like it's not a good pitch. It's not a good pitch to be like, it has a lot of rape in it. and it's Well, good. that's the entire, that's the, li- okay, the literal premise of the original, of the original Alien is that capitalism is a force that has raped people of their autonomy and will destroy the working class. That's literally what the first Alien is about. And so Prometheus is the only Alien movie that's really returned back to the thematics of rape. And in this movie, it's about the discovery it's about the intrusion of like discovery in, in colonialism and the rape of like of men believing that they're gods and so like their ambitions push them to be an intrusive force on the rest of the world and thus rape the rest of the world and so it's it's like it's the way it uses the the thematics and the imagery it's very it's very strong it's very striking it's very disturbing remember to get consent before you shove your proboscis down someone's throat yeah we have we might want to put like you know a lot of rape has been discussed in this episode (laughs) content warning at least we're just talking about like fictional uh rape imagery by yeah that's true fake aliens of actual but still but still and that's the secret to unlocking basically every Ridley Scott film and it's also the secret to unlocking every Orson Welles film and most of a lot of uh, British filmmakers is that they hate the fucking rich and his movies are Ridley Scott's movies are literally about how the rich ruin the world so 
Actually, I do I do kind of have a PSA. Um, lately, I guess I've had more of a sort of personal exposure to stigma involving women and bodily autonomy and fucking just like support sex workers, people. Hell yeah. Saying it again. Support sex That's workers. That's a message to leave out on. Comrades. This. Yeah. Support sex worker comrades. And also, if you find out that someone has a place where you can give them money and then you can see their boobs or whatever. But you know them personally? Yeah. Talk to them before you do this. Yeah. Or don't do, do it bring, at all. Don't bring that conversation into the fucking workplace, especially when you could be putting somebody's job at risk by exposing them or making them vulnerable more so than they already are. It's just like fucked up and like exploitative and more of a reflection of how much of a fucking incel you are. Uh, so don't do that. Yeah, I mean, just because this is a situation where it's like, yes, capitalism has allowed us to be at this place where a woman can just be like, you can give me money to see my boobs. That's legit. But also, don't immediately commodify her just because she's doing that. Yeah, don't be an incel. Yeah, I like the don't be an incel message. It's very easy not to be an incel. If you can't, if you are struggling to have like romantic encounters, like that sucks. And I'm sorry. And like sometimes it can be really frustrating. But like if you treat all of your fellow humans with respect and you respect that bodily autonomy I was just talking about, like it'll happen for you. Just fucking be patient and like work on yourself and don't stigmatize people because they're able to use their bodies in ways that you can't yeah not everyone gets to have boobs they're pretty cool i know (laughs) fuck yeah (laughs) pro boobs we're very pro boobs jesus wet ass p word (laughs) god dude you're a very smutty podcast i didn't know (laughs) such a smutty podcast Hey, I mean, if anything, sh- fucking sh- give them Patreon money so I can get out of this fucking cave and start li- listening to this smutty garbage. Iran, folks. Yeah. Get me home from Iran yeah, so I can stop listening to Ooh. some smutty garbage on my podcast feed. Yeah. Dave wants out of the cave. Yeah. Wouldn't you? You know it, Joey. Okay, sorry, that was weird. That was like history of violence. Like that was like Ed Harris and history of violence. Weird. That was genuinely strange for me. I'm sorry, Joe. It's incredibly weird. Yeah, okay. Fuck. Joey. Joe. Joey. Joe. Joe. I should recommend that movie, History of Violence. Uh, it's good. Watch it. Oh fuck. Uh. <laughs> I think Scott's like the first person to call me that in at least five years. I will never ever call you Joey. I will always only you. call you Joe Jojo Shabadoo Jr. Joey Jojo Jr. Shabadoo. Okay, not where I thought I was going to go. But... No, but Joe, have you seen uh, History of Violence? I think so. Not recently. Not recently. You should watch it again. <laughs> I'm recommending it for all the listeners. My name is Scott. It's getting late, guys. We should call it a night. My name is Scott. His name is and I'm Scott. On- Oh, if we want to have some vocal accompaniment, I don't mind. My name is Scott, and I'm on Twitter. You can find me at Death Mullet. Ooh. And I'm also on Instagram at Death Mullet. Ooh. Joey, go. Joe. I'm too lazy to tell people where to find me. Joe, say your name again. I'm Joe. There we go. And I'm he's Ellie. too lazy to give his information, and now we have Ellie. That's all. It's getting really okay. weird. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, to so close out the least informative uh, outro that our show has possibly ever had. I'm Jesse, and I am the de facto producer, along with Comrade Scott. Uh, yeah, you're in the white bread tonight, folks. You can find my music on soundcloud.com slash contingentsboston. Um, you can find our website at comrade-rosie.org. And if you are so inclined, please hit that Getting Involved tab. Choose one or more mutual aid groups to donate either time or money to, because people need your help. Thank yes. you. We love it, folks. We love it. That's we it. love it. You can find us at Twitter. You can find us on Instagram. That's at Epic Incredulity. But more importantly, we are at 
Epic Incredulity on Patreon if you want to hear some extra content, as Jesse has alluded to. Also, we're going to try to start to record some episodes for exclusively for the Patreon, some ideas we're playing with, and I'll, I'll tease a little bit as we want to do an episode on psychedelic consciousness. We also want to do an episode, at least I want to do an episode on like why we need to keep a sense of hope and not dread for the future and not think the future will be worse, because that's a pretty ruinous effect on our organizing and ability to fight the state, as it were. I I think at least it's a mental prison. It's like being an incel. We'll talk about it later. Uh, But those are some ideas. Yeah. And so please go to our Patreon at Epic Incredulity. That's our Patreon. You can find it there. It's only $3 if you want some of that exclusive, that exclusive content. Some of that good, good. You want it, folks. We're on Facebook and we're on YouTube. You can mm-hmm. find those things. You love it. Get involved with mutual aid. Get, Get involved with the Get all that stuff. some of that shit. The local lord. Mm. Unionize your workforce. You want to do it, Lordy folks. Lord. You love it. It's the nasaliest Trump I've ever done. Either way, you love it. That's your epoch. <laughs> Actually, no, no, no. I changed the outro. I recorded a different one. Your theme song is like much more involved and long. And- yeah, now it's like involved and long. <laughs> <laughs> you might be hearing this. I'm just gonna yeah. fucking use this instead. to go with uh, it before yeah. it becomes rude. Like before it's not rude for me to be like, why is this happening? Oh my god. I like didn't I like didn't pay attention to half this episode. It's probably gonna be so bad. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be lovely. I can't wait. I cannot wait to edit this because like I'll all be hearing Star Wars. A lot of it for the all of this stupid as shit Star Wars discussion, yeah. <laughs> Joe, is that the dead guy? Or who is that? What? (coughs) You just posted a thing in the politics channel. Who's that? Also, if you're on our Patreon, you get access to our Discord. Discord. Yep. There was a headline in... uh, That started with energy and then... Down like a rock. So there was a a headline at Business Insider. I actually saw it. It was hilarious. Uh, The headline is... An anti-gay Hungarian politician has resigned after being caught by the police fleeing a 25 ban orgy through a window. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't see the whole headline. I could only I see caught by. That. heard about that. I heard about you. Found out about you. Whatever. I wonder why he was fleeing the orgy. Why did he choose He loved to it. Be? Why did all these homosexual men insist on sucking my cock?